Hey there, and welcome to the Sermon Podcast for Timberlake Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Our mission is to reach, feed, and release people to be the hands and feet of Jesus. You can learn more at our website, TimberlakeUMC.org. We hope you enjoy today's message. One good thing about being up here is you don't have to wear a mask for about 15 minutes. So for that, I'm grateful. And thank you, Matt, for your words. My scripture that I've chosen is from Joel, the second book. And there's quite a few verses, but they're powerful words. I hope that you'll hear them well. Sound the trumpet in Jerusalem. Raise the altar on my holy mountain. Let everyone tremble in fear because the day of the Lord is upon us. It is a day of darkness and gloom, a day of thick clouds and deep blackness. Suddenly, like dawn spreading across the mountains, a great and mighty army appears. Nothing like it has ever been seen before and will ever be seen again. That is why the Lord says, Turn to me now while there is time. Give me your hearts. Come with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Don't tear your clothing in your grief, but tear your hearts instead. Return to the Lord your God, for he is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. He is eager to relent and not punish. Who knows? Perhaps he will give you a reprieve, sending you a blessing instead of this curse. Perhaps you will be able to offer grain and wine to the Lord your God as before. Blow the ram's horn in Jerusalem. Announce a time of fasting. Call the people together for a solemn meeting. Gather all the people, the elders, the children, and even the babies. Call the bridegroom from the quarters and his bride from her private room. Let the priests who minister in the Lord's presence stand and weep between the entry room to the temple and the altar. Let them pray. Spare your people, Lord. Don't let your special possession become an object of mockery. Don't let them become a joke for unbelieving foreigners who say, has the Lord of Israel left them? The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. It is Ash Wednesday. That means that it's 40 days before we celebrate Easter. And we call this time of preparation Lent. Jesus went into the wilderness totally barren, without any food and without any water. But he knew full well that he was facing and would be tempted by Satan in extraordinary ways. We are not asked to travel to a desert, though we have been pretty isolated in our homes because of the COVID. We are not being asked to discard our water bottles and all of the food that we have. We are not likely to have Satan challenging us similar to what Jesus faced. So what are we to expect these next weeks? How will we be different after we again celebrate the resurrection of our Lord? Easter is a celebration, a celebration to prepare for. And like a birthday, we plan. We make a guest list, we buy balloons and decorations, We design a menu and a cake, and we plan out the music and the games that are to be played. What about preparing for Thanksgiving? A feast of food and fellowship and family, 
days of planning and cooking all to be consumed in 30 minutes or less. And those of you that have teenagers in the house, before you can get the dishes washed and back on the shelves, they're back in the kitchen. Mom, I'm starved. Is there anything to eat? How could they be hungry? So let's apply this preparation to Easter. Lent adds guidelines and expectations. This is not, though, the shopping list of jelly beans and pink and yellow peeps, and of course, the chocolate bunny for all the moms and grandmas. That's not what this is about. Lent is to discover yourself and your Lord more intimately. We are to praise and worship him. We are to read the scriptures and pray more. And also we are to reflect upon our lives and repent. So let's think about each of these a little bit more. Praise and worship him. Jesus would love to see the church overflowing with excited singing people, hands in the air praising God, smiles on our faces. But the body count in the building does not represent how many people are in worship. Tonight, many of you are praising him at your home. You are engaged in the music, in the prayers, in the messages that are being done right now, you have set aside this hour to worship the Almighty God. I lean into music when I worship. I feel the power of God strongly with the sound and the words. I enjoy the nature of music for different occasions and different seasons. It sets moods, it creates a special climate, and it tells a story in sound. Music for Lent is frequently very intense, dark in tone, very dramatic. Here's some of the lyrics that we've heard. O sacred head, now wounded. My Lord, my love is crucified. Were you there when they nailed him to the tree? All we like sheep have gone astray. They nailed him to the tree, and he never said a mumbling word. What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul? When you hear and you sing the words of these sacred songs, these sacred hymns, it has to stir you. Consider what these lyrics have settled in your heart. We experience the cruelty and the torture that Jesus was destined to endure to save us. Just imagine the hugely celebratory mood that Easter music then brings. We can sense the contrast of the worship that the resurrection more fully recalls after the music of Lent. Allow me to suggest another avenue to worship. Reading of a Bible-based novel, or now about watching a movie, be reminded that we have, and it's been paid for by our church, the Right Now Media. Take advantage of it. It's hours and hours of good programming, good for your families. My husband, Rudd, and I, only after a couple of months of dating, watched our first movie together. We watched it at my home, and it was the very first viewing that I had ever had of The Passion. It wasn't something that my first husband accepted well. 
our hearts worship together, our spirits were reinforced, and to see the events of Holy Week, to feel the torture and the denial that he had to suffer. Rudd and I were emotionally quiet and unashamedly in tears. It was worship as we witnessed our love of Jesus together. Point two, read the scriptures and pray more. If we're honest with ourselves, we want to be more like Jesus. To love everyone unconditionally, to have a forgiving heart and a courage to call out the truth. That is the model that Jesus gave us. Our pastors and life group leaders are wonderfully trying to help us understand the character of Jesus. But we should read. Read the Gospels. Understand how Jesus walked and talked on this earth. And then you may groom yourself to be more like him. Remember the phrase, what would Jesus do? Could that lead your behaviors? What would you say? What would you think? Would you be proud of what it was if Jesus was watching you? Read the scriptures. Another resource would be the Lent devotions that our church recently created. We apologize if one did not get delivered to your home, but there are copies, and if you need one, one of our serve people will give one to you as you leave. We know to model our lives after Jesus. The scriptures over and over tell us how Jesus told the truth in love. The truth can be difficult to talk about. I'm speaking to each of you. You are not the only one sharing bad news or an unfortunate scenario. Consider the doctor with a bad diagnosis. A teacher reporting a child's poor performance in her classroom. And what about our weather people now? Sharing in love, I'll put quote unquote, the dangers of an ice storm? Woo! We face conflict constantly. People with different opinions. Can we react with love? Can you lead and guide with loving words? Loving gestures and loving body language. I'm going off my page for a moment. These difficult times, they come to us with young children, all the way through our relationships with family members. It's going to be. And I remember one occasion, um, my Kevin was probably four. And those of you that have been in the Lynchburg area remember that instead of the dollar store, there was a Harris Teeter. We all work to teach our children that you do not take things from the store. You have to pay for things. You're not allowed to take them out with you. It is something we work hard at to teach our children. Well, we were at Harris Teeter, and we got home, and somehow or another, there was a pack of gum in Kevin's pocket that was not anything that was paid for. He didn't have any money, and I know I didn't pay for it. Well, I could have ignored it and let it go, and I thought, no, he's four. He's been taught. And so... I took him back to Harris Teeter, and I asked him to tell the manager of the store what had happened and say that he was sorry, and I gave him some money so he could pay for it. That was difficult. It was tough for me to take him in there because there was a little bit of shame on my shoulders because it was my child 
who had taken the gum. But I had to instill a little bit of a value there for that. And there have been very hard conversations I had with my first husband. We had some difficult times. And we would stay up till 2 or 2.30 trying to find solutions that would better our relationship. We had to share things that we knew of ourselves that were not healthy and good. And likewise, to share a few things that we would hope that the other would work to improve. Difficult talks. You shall never outgrow difficult talks. That's the bad news of the night. Jesus loves us faithfully. He loves us so that free will is our opportunity. God knows what we'll do before we do it. Do you suppose he prays for us? Do you suppose he prays that we will react with maturity? Our prayers for one another, are they so important? And during Lent, some people choose to fast, give up a meal as a small sacrifice, allowing that time to be used in prayer, allowing that time to do something for God's children in a productive way. Maybe you want to give an hour up of TV or Facebook to pray for others. A fast is to be a sacrifice, not giving up ice cream so you can eat more Hershey bars. That's not trade-off they're looking for. Again, a sacrifice so that you can better yourself and your community. How about giving up something to call, someone to call, or maybe an email or a note? Would that be? So point one and two are to worship and to read the Bible and pray. The third point is to reflect upon our life and to repent. Reflection is an honest look in the mirror. Who am I? What are my strengths and my weaknesses? How can I improve my relationship with others? What have, how have I disappointed someone? Admit your sins and your shortfalls. Admit them to yourself, your loved ones, and to your Jesus. I suggest you make a list. Those of you that are left brain, we, we love a list and we mark things off. And we feel accomplishment with the day when the list has been completed. Frequently, I come on a, on a weekday here and I've got 10 things to do and I never get to number two. <laughs> but that's... That's the way the ministry of a church is. Make a list. Make the groups balanced. As you write down the goods and the bads, the yucks and the bravos. We're all sinners, but we are filled with wonderful goodness. So don't shortchange yourself. We all need to repent. For repentance is not a feeling of shame. It is an honest awareness that your sin has separated you from God. I'm going to say that sentence again. It is an honest awareness that your sin has separated you from God. To repent is to turn away from Satan, to resist the evil. To, resent, to repent is to ask for God's forgiveness and his mercy. And he shall never let you down. It matters not how many times you repent of the same thing. He shall always be at your side. So are you ready for Easter? Will you worship every day? Will you read the Bible and pray more? Will you admit your faults and repent? 
If you observe these ideas the next 40 days, do you believe you will be more intimate with Jesus? Could your prayers be answered? Could you find a new freedom in life as you allow, as you follow the model of Jesus? I pray that you plan, prepare, and discipline yourself and family to a revival and a renewal of your love for Jesus these next 40 days. Amen.